Welcome back to the Nullifier Take, where we've got the TNT takes for you on Survivor. I had so much fun talking to this guest of mine here that we're going to have here, the first guest for the off-season. It's going to be Russell Muscle TV. I've been able to do a little bit of content with you. I think I've maybe uh, had a little bit of a cameo in two of your videos recently. You've been on my podcast when Survivor 42 was playing. Uh, so I thought, you know, there's no better person to bring in and Russell to talk about the topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is Survivor Themes. But before we get into it, Russell, how's things been? Things are good. Any chance I get to talk about Survivor, you know I want to show up to this. Uh, a lot of good ideas for some future themes, I think. We're also going to be debating some older themes, what worked, what didn't work, what we want back. It's going to be a good night to talk Survivor, Chris. Yeah, well, and the way, what I like about this, because we're not coming in here recapping an episode, we're not, you know, sort of constricted to the episode specifically or what happened, we can actually just go quite broad on this one, we can get people in the live also to take part of the conversation and, and ask their own things if they want to get, uh, you know, involved, and I'm excited, I'm really excited to talk about it, you would have seen, I've had a, a couple of the Survivor theme icons on the thumbnail for this as well there's even a few international themes that we might bring up and, and i'll run it past you i know international will go over your head to a big degree but you know we'll talk about it and uh, i guess there's no better place to start than you know what do you think of survivor themes as a whole and the direction that the show has gone into recently which is basically to remove themes as a whole and now just it's survivor 41 42 43 and so forth yeah, we've we've dropped the four and we've kept the one for sure. Um, season 41, season 42. And it looks like for the near future, we're just sticking to that. I'm not too sure how I feel about it, actually, because I think a theme can add a lot of good things to a season, especially in the marketing, the preseason, getting us super fans excited. And I don't know if there was much there for, oh, 41, 42. When you get really high up in those numbers, it might just get a little too repetitive. I don't know. What do you think? I think it, it has a massive effect on how the game is being played right now. And I think that past winners may not even have won their season if the theme didn't apply. Let me let me sort of entertain the idea. Nick winning David versus Goliath at the end, he had a massive spiel to the jury about how he was the David going up versus the Goliath um, at the end. And that, I think, swayed a few people where they were like, that's the theme of the season. Jeff really leaned heavily into the David versus Goliath theme. And they're like, let's give you know Jeff what he wanted. Let's let David beat Goliath in the end. And that's how I think he kind of made a, a case around that. I don't think it's the only thing that made him win. But I do think that we're, we're missing that opportunity for these bigger storylines to play out going into these seasons. Yeah, and it might be a spicy hot take to start things off. But I think even though David versus Goliath is one of my favorite seasons of all time, everyone agrees it's one of the best seasons. Mm. I think the theme of itself was a miss and it could have ended really, really bad for the season. Right away, you're cutting off half the cast. Okay, you're not, you're the underdogs. So then half the cast, you're like the villain. You're the people we're trying to beat. So like you said, that was a big reason why Nick won and it helped him win. But it also made the Goliaths start off in a worse spot. So we're right. It kind of adds a little bit of an off balance to the start of a season. So there is that to it. But I think there was a big part of, Winners at war. Everyone was so hyped for the marketing behind that. Heroes versus villains. Yeah. You can talk whatever you want about Survivor Game Changers. That's a crazy name. Game Changers. So I think uh, moving forward, I don't know how Survivor is going to do without the themes, especially because way back in the day, there wasn't themes. There was Survivor Africa, Survivor China, all these different places. Obviously, we're in Fiji now. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on that. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And um, just going into the live here, we've got a few people dropping in now. Flynn Masters got a great channel as well who covers uh, Survivor, asking where you can buy the T-shirt. So if you want to plug where people can buy the T-shirt, let them know. I got T-shirt, subscribe to Russell Muscle. I got buffs, Russell Muscle Survivor. Um, That's awesome. Right now, it's just one of a kind stuff. But if you guys want to want to support the channel, maybe I'll maybe I'll let it happen. Yeah, I'll have to talk to you about the buff afterwards. I like, I'll, I really like the buff. That's awesome. You get the custom made buff. Um, Dolores, I promise you, we will be talking about that. Uh, it is definitely on the agenda. She's asking which themes would you like to see that have not been done by any Survivor Network. I've got a few ideas. Uh, Christian Gal, uh, also a great supporter of the channel. Welcome back to the live stream. Um, yeah, so it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. So. I guess, you know, this kind of leads into, you mentioned the whole, you know, David versus Goliath. It was a, a season that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it for the cast more so than the theme itself, but the theme have, has been used in international versions of the show as well. It had a different name though. It was called Champions versus Contenders, and it actually came out before David versus Goliath, the first Champions versus Contenders. So you can also say that maybe the US saw that and they thought we'd take a little bit of that idea and put our own spin on it. Um, you know, no, no ideas are completely new these no, days. No, no. I think different shows copy each other all the time but one of the things that's really funny for me with the international seasons champions versus um contenders is that a lot of the times the champions were the favorites and it were people that they brought back that were um, very successful in life but they were potentially previous sports stars so think like danny for the previous season people that were well known so the, the the fans got more behind the champions than the contenders where i think with david versus goliath it ended up playing the other way around where people were wanting the underdog to win I got to ask, so for the international champion versus contenders, most of the time do the champions win or the contenders? Champions. So the champions okay, win. Wow. That's, yeah. that's the opposite of what I would have thought. And I might be wrong because I my international uh, memory is not the best. Was Russell Hans on one of those seasons? Yes. Yeah, so... You know, the funny thing with Russell is, is that, you know, he's been bagging Australian Survivor for so long, and a lot of people will listen to him because he is a respected name. Some people hate him, some people love him. It's very controversial. I always, I lean towards the fact that he is a legend of the game. He has changed the game. I respect what he's done in the game now do i think he's the best player ever do i think he he should have won those seasons no but back in the day i thought so because i was still immature in my own viewing and i was a lot younger and i couldn't understand how he didn't win the season but now really understanding the social aspect of the game i, I fully understand yeah. why he didn't win it but yeah he has got a very bad view and i think he's been poisoning some of his audience against australian survivors saying it's not the real thing but my argument is that hey these things go on for 50 days now like which yeah. survivor is really the, the the real survivor when you get 26 days versus 50 days but that's a debate for a completely uh different podcast and maybe we'll we'll talk about that in the future but i want to go into i guess the themes that you liked and the themes that you didn't like what do you think you know survivor hit out of the park for themes so far and what do you think like listen i wouldn't care to see this theme again i guess in the future okay right off the bat we gotta say things like heroes versus villains boom winners at war boom uh, brain versus brawn versus beauty that's a boom those are locks those are awesome themes and then you gotta stretch a little bit farther and a little topic that not many people talk about i think is not so much the theme of a season but more of mm. so like building the atmosphere building the settings think more of a uh, pearl islands with the pirate theme or even survivor palau with the war theme i really like that and i think that'd be a good idea for the new era where maybe keep the numbers, but build the setting or the tribal council, the sets around a theme. And I think that would work really well. Yeah, well, you bring up a good point because for me personally, I've been saying for quite a while, like I'm like 
when when it came back for season 41 i'm not gonna lie i was it was kind of really cool to see them back on fiji but i've been getting tired of the same backdrop yeah. for season in and season out and uh, again i feel like if you're not going to change the location of where the game is being played try and add something different with the theme and make it kind of feel different like there there's something cool about the season that's different you know like one of the themes for me that i think people are like very 50 50 on this theme some people love it some people hate it i lean towards i'm i like it because two of my favorite players got to the end it was the most dominant performance by two players ever and i think that made the season boring is ghost island i really enjoy the theme ghost island um i think ghost island would have been even better if it was a returnee season where yeah. players were out there and they had the opportunity to right the wrongs like imagine eliza finding the stick again it would have been hilarious that would have been amazing i saw something the other day you know what i do scrolling through the survivor reddit someone talked about how amazing it would have been if they saved the ghost island twist for something like winners that war now that would cause a whole another thing of problems because th those episodes needed to be longer but i like that idea of using the ghost island theme reversing the curse with those same players like that would break the internet that would break the survivor community my my issue is like it gets to the point with a season like that it was a spooky season it got a little gimmicky can you do something like that again like it was a really good season, a really one-off, but do you think they could pull off a Ghost Island 2? I, I don't think the appetite is that high for production to bring it back in the immediate, but I will say that if we reach season 50 and you've got like a legendary season with some great players coming back to play the game, for me, yeah. it makes sense that you want people back who understands the history of the show so that when they get something or something gets played differently, like it just means that much more. Like I would love to see someone get the opportunity to come back and and, and try again. Like imagine like a, a Drea with some of the advantages that she didn't get to play or misplay yeah. you know she gets back and she gets one of those things back it, it, it has a history where fans will look at it and say oh okay this this might play out differently this time and, and in that sense i think it could happen but i i kind of think there's a few themes out there that they probably would want to bring back before that just wanted to jump back here on the live flynn masters is saying that um we should get you to watch survivors of africa and flynn i have been working on him off off, <laughs> off air before we got onto the podcast i said to him we need to get you into some of the uh international versions of the show and we've also got uh esteban here saying great pod gents keep up the good work thanks esteban i appreciate it um so yeah so i guess we're talking about themes you know the ones that worked the ones that didn't work for me personally i think one of the themes i've always been very 50 50 on and if i had to say one that didn't really for me doesn't work because i feel like it's an unfair theme for new players coming into the game is fans versus favorites and i know a lot of people love fans versus versus favorites how do you feel about fans versus favorites because i kind of feel like automatically i don't care about any of the newcomers i want one of my favorites to win plus i feel like it's just so lopsided because these people have played the game once or twice before they're so far ahead of the game when it comes to winning challenges knowing what to expect from a production standpoint they know how to game the system and they're probably going to be less likely to play ball with production because this might be their only second chance they get. Well, first of all, if you're going to cast a fans tribe that's not really fans of Survivor, no, throw it away right away. But I agree with you a lot. And it kind of is the same point I had about Survivor David versus Goliath. That season itself is amazing. That cast is amazing. But I really think that theme could have been a big miss. Same thing with fans versus favorites. We can't deny Micronesia. Everything that happened there is crazy. The second one, not so much. But I think a big reason why Karamoan wasn't that good was because of 
fans versus favorites, the whole theme behind that. Micronesia was good despite of fans versus favorites. I think that's the kind of the big difference there. And I, I agree with you. That's not a not a good theme. I don't want to see back. But what do you think about blood versus water? Mm, interesting. So blood versus water, for me, we Both just versions. had a playoff. Yeah, both versions. And I'll talk about that. We've just had it play out. Also, there's a third version of it that played out in Australian Survivor. The latest Australian Survivor was a Blood versus Water season where they had four returning players, I think. Maybe even a bit more. Yeah, four returning players. So they had Sandra Diaz Twine oh, yeah. from, from, from the US, obviously. Um, they had three other players from Australia come into the game. And for me, again, it's kind of that whole thing about it being lopsided because spoiler alert the returning players do extremely well even though they're outnumbered there's only four of them we see this all the time a player comes back you know they're going to do well they understand the game people are in awe of them because they're like oh i want to be your friend you know you know other legends of the game or other favorites of the game you know they want to hang out after the game so they've got this like aura that puts them ahead and it's even happened in big brother like in big brother we had uh, seasons where where returning players have come back and do extremely well in big brother so i don't like that too much but to come back to the u.s one which most people will be more familiar with and how that played out i like the idea of blood versus water but i like it for returnee players i don't like it for new cast so i'm less interested in you playing with your brother for instance if you get on there russell or your sister if you've got a brother, I don't have or, sister. A brother or sister so i can't do that sorry okay well let's say let's say if you had to watch me go on then and you've never known who i was and i go out there with my yeah. brother and my sister who cares who cares about me who cares about my family right but seeing it play out I guess when it's returnee players, like for instance, when Tyson went to go play with his now wife, when Iris came back or Iris came back and played with his brother Vitas. So yeah, so that type of dynamics I quite enjoyed. Tina and her daughter. Like it was cool to see people that I've seen on the show before and to see how different their family members are. And I also like the fact that it does bring an extra element to the game where now you've got to not just think for yourself, you've also got to think for your family members out there. So I like it overall, but more for returnee players. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I agree. I, I love the first time. I think they did it too quickly for Sam Wendell Sir. Now, obviously, I can't talk in the international. The yeah. big problem with when you do a Blood versus Water with all new players, first of all, you're right. I don't care about you and your family. I care about you, Chris. But in general, you, yeah, you know, I, I don't it. care about anyone's family. But the big thing is, in Survivor and any of these shows, they want to cast these over-the-top personalities, these people who are going to pop on television. The problem is it's going to be hard to find two people, yes. families, friends that pop on television together. So you either find one really awesome player and one boring person or two kind of like mid people. And that's not good TV either way. So I think I agree. I want to see it again. Maybe season 50, season 55 down the road, we can have like Rob play with his kid, all these players and their kids awesome. again. But yeah, that's my thoughts yeah. too. I saw I saw some pictures of Dom and and his son the other day, and I was like, ah, oh, Survivor and training for the future. Um, Jake here, my co-host for Survivor, uh, saying mixing newbies and returnees is not a good idea unless it's blood versus water. So it seems that he is on the same page as us. Sandy is saying that fans love fans versus favorite because of the favorites tribe in Micronesia. People don't love Caramon because of the favorites are not really favorite. And and I think you brought. You brought that point up a little bit earlier. Now, talking about, you know, the themes that I love, like a theme that I, I like personally, I'm really gutted we have not been able to see this again. I love heroes versus villains. It's my, it's, it, I know it's the boring answer, just like Tony is my favorite winner. People are like, of course he is. He's of course heroes versus villains is your your your, your favorite season. You know, up there with Kageon, it's like Kageon, best newbie season, heroes versus villains for me, best, um, you know, returnee season. 
we've not seen it play out again. And I've, I've always had this sort of opinion that maybe the reason we don't see heroes versus villains these days is because we don't really have that many villains that have played the game in recent times. And that a lot of people now that play the game, they've got a social media following prior to season 20 social media wasn't a big thing. So you didn't really care if you pissed people off that much. Like, you know, you could be this big villain. It wasn't going to hurt you. You weren't going to get canceled outside of the game. Now people have got to be worried a lot about a lot more other things. That's not just game related. And maybe that's taken away, but 41 and 42 have given me hope because I feel like we've had some great villains play the game in the last two seasons. It's been one of the positives of the new era for me personally. How do you feel about heroes versus villains? And do you think that we ever do get to see a second season? Why do you think they're holding off so long on giving us heroes versus villains too? That was magic in a bottle. I remember exactly where I was watching that promo. Like I was hyped. Like that was kind of heroes versus villains that I don't know, fans versus favorites, two heroes versus villains is what turned me into a Survivor super fan. Mm. So, of course, that's going to be one of my favorite seasons as well. But I think almost in a way, Jeff and the producers are scared to do it again. It works so well. It's so widely loved by the entire community that can you hit magic in a bottle twice? And I, I really don't know if you can with that great cast. Probably the best cast of all time, other than Winners at War, you can debate. But yes. that's the problem with it, right? Can you duplicate the magic that was Survivor Heroes versus Villains? I don't think you can. And that, that's why I don't think it will happen again. I would love to see it happen again. With this new era, all these villains coming in. Omar was a great example of it. Season 41, you had Shan, you had Ricard. Would you... Well, we're going to talk about future themes near the end, but would yeah. you prefer season 50 to be heroes versus villains too, or survivor legends, whatever it ends up being for, for me personally. And, and it's a great question. I would prefer for it to be heroes versus villains too, because for me to do survivor legends feels like the end of the show. And, and I yeah. badly don't want the end of the show to be season 50. I think Jeff is doing everything in his power to tank the show with him at this point like i'm 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 not happy with what jeff is doing with the show i just don't think he you know and, and it saddens me to say this because you've got to understand i'm a bit older than you I, I grew up watching survivor from season one and i've watched it live so my first ever episode of survivor was the merge episode for for season one and then i watched it live all the way from there i was like 10 years old or something That's like crazy. that back then um and and i I've loved the show since the beginning. I was always a very big fan of Jeff, um, but I, I really feel like Jeff is going in a direction that I don't appreciate currently with the show. And, and it's got nothing to do with the diversity and bringing more people of color into the game. I know a lot of people are scared to talk about not being happy with the direction of the show because they kind of feel like it's being um, bundled into one conversation. For me, it's not that. I think diversity is good. I don't care who they cast as long as they're good cast casting choices and if they are going to be entertaining i'll watch the show and i'll enjoy it i hate the format that he's messing up the amount of um, twists that he's bringing in that is ruining the show so i'm very fearful of that if legends is season 50 it is because we're we're just tapped out of ideas of what we can do where i feel like if heroes versus villains 2 were to happen at season 50 Keep that means that we that yeah like heroes versus villains 1 was season 20 so there could be another 20 seasons after this you know what i mean so for me I personally think Heroes of Villains 2 should come back. I'm wondering if Game Changers was the season that finally made them decide we can't do Heroes versus Villains 2 because they were super ambitious with Game Changers. They, they, they tried to make this big season of these are the people that changed the game forever, but we had none of the players there. We had a few, but little players there 
you know, they were outnumbered by players that didn't do anything. And I think that maybe the backlash that they got for that season from fans and people being very critical of the choices they made in that cast may have done what you just said, may have made them retract to a place yeah. where they've thought, okay, no, it's too ambitious to do Heroes versus Villains 2, which for me, doing Heroes versus Villains isn't as ambitious. And if the second season isn't good. I'm not. I'm never going to hate the first one. The first one's always going to be broken. So, so I feel like it's a, it's a, it's an easy way to bring people back as well. Like if yeah. you hear our survivor is doing another Euros versus villain season, people who've left the franchise will come back that watched it back then to see if it if it can be magic in a bottle twice. Yep. And you say it can't happen. Tony won twice. It can happen, mate. Tony's a unicorn. We don't like that's completely different. I agree though. Um, one season that we haven't, one theme we haven't talked about yet is Survivor Second Chances. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I loved Second Chances. Like it's uh, for me personally, one of my favorite seasons I've ever watched. I like the the live vote, and I love the fact that they had to get people in. My heart was broken for Shane though. I was, I'm a big Shane Powers fan, and the I fact agree. that he didn't get to play, and we're probably never going to see him on the on our screens again because he said he's done after that. But yeah, what a great theme. Players came in wanting to play hard. Survivor South Africa, Return of the Outcasts, which is the new season, is being deemed as more of a second chances season than an all-star season. Because there's quite a few all-stars that are not in this cast, but there's a lot of people that are coming back for that second shot and maybe they overplayed too early or they did something wrong where now they get that opportunity. And I like that because second chances was also the beginning of a new era of gameplay where the gameplay just sped up and everybody was playing that hard to to win and it was a it was a great cast what did you think of it it's actually my favorite season so there you go right there, there. Go. i hope they do uh i think they'll, they'll do the vote again i saw in an interview i think he did it with chelsea one of the players from island of the idols jeff said straight up maybe this answers our question he's never going to do heroes versus villains again but he really wants to do second chance again so yeah, maybe we'll see that again. And I just think that live vote, which is so fun for the community to get involved with it. It had everyone almost more invested in the season, see what was going on. And the only complaint, the only negative about the season is it's a, it gets a little too game body, but the, the strategic gameplay is insane. I loved how everyone was playing so, so hard because it was their second chance. No one had won. One of my complaints with Winners at War was people had already won the game, so it kind of felt like they were there just for the experience. That was not the case for Survivor Second Chance. People were here. People wanted to use this chance for the best of their ability, and they wanted to win. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a very interesting point you make there about Winners at War, because Winners at War, definitely, I, I, I'm higher on that than most. I, it definitely features somewhere in my top five maybe top three um it's it's really high in seasons that i enjoyed i enjoyed the theme we always wanted to see it play out i was excited to see it play out but i do agree with you because one of the players that are not very liked online which again i i, I do have the nullified take for a reason the tnt takes i'm a big i'm a big ben fan from season one i was okay with ben winning that season i don't care that people don't like how he won um he was still entertaining for me to watch but that season he wanted to win so he played very hard to win that season and in Winners at War, he was there for the experience. He was there to try and change his narrative, which made people dislike him even more. So I feel like he would have been better to just go out there and try and win the game again. But he fell on a sword for someone like Sarah. So um, I, I do agree with you that at the end of the day, um, Second Chances was a great theme. And, and I wouldn't mind seeing that back. Talking about Ben's original season, what did you think of the theme Heroes, Hustlers, and Healers? Let's throw that in the trash right away. I don't want to see that ever again. Um, that was Jeff stretching a little too far. We, we had Survivor, Brain, Brawn, Beauty. Then you're like, okay, how can we do this again? He did Worlds Apart. 
good. And that's a little better. But heroes versus healers versus hustlers, whatever it is, that's a mouthful. I, like, why are we doing this? Why is it on the buff? Like, just split the tribes up at that point. Like, <sighs> no, nah, I'm done. I, that is one of my uh, pretty much a hot take here, too. One of my least favorite seasons. I'll say that's in yeah. my bottom half. And a lot of people enjoy that one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the same as you. I, I wasn't a big fan of the heroes, healers, hustlers. Similar to that, is there's, there's a couple of interesting themes they've brought up in the past that doesn't get as much airtime. It's it's newbie seasons. I'm not a big fan of the themes on the newbie season, so I'm actually okay with it being 41, 42, 43. I'm okay with that. It doesn't doesn't bother me. I think it it sometimes takes away from just the the pure game plan. But I do agree with you that you want some sort of a backdrop. Like I said, if we stay in Fiji make the backdrop different or something. So may, maybe there is a uh, an argument for it. You kind of convince me if we stay in Fiji, I kind of feel like we need to bring themes back just to have seasons be a little bit different um, than just, oh yeah, it's exactly the same thing. It's getting stale. Um, but coming back to my original point on why um, some of the newbie seasons, probably the themes don't always work so well. One that kind of was interesting and I've heard people talk about different themes that are down that line. is like no color, white color, and blue collar going up against each other. Cause I like that because it brought different views. Cause one of the problems I have with survivor right now, Russell, is that when they bring these guys or players and girls on is that all of them seem to be very similar minded in how they view the world. I want diversity in thought. So I want to see middle America versus you know the 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 coast you know like i want to see canada as well like this is canada as well there you go well you guys are a part of the franchise now but i want to see more diversity like they're bringing in diversity and and how we look if you know ethnicity for instance and let's talk about one that we definitely don't want to see back cook islands dividing Mm. people by race i think we can both agree that's problematic and specifically with how things are going in america right now i think that would be like the, the end of the show if they did something like that but you know, one of the themes I really enjoyed is the the, the blue collar, no collar, and white collar because yeah. people think so differently and they're from different walks of life. It's not just everybody like you know being one big hive mind out there. Yeah, and a little off trap, off topic for a second. I think that was a a big problem with the forty one cast. Looking back on it, we can say 41, 42, whatever. I think forty two, maybe the editing improved. That was the difference. But I think season forty one people ethnicity they look different but a lot of the same thought went into it which didn't have too much uh difference in thought difference in opinions which is exactly what the season we're talking about right now survivor worlds apart had and seasons when they're like that you might get some dark moments like we had the the sharim building incident but i like the idea of splitting them up but then I'm trying to think when the swaps were. And then when you, yeah, when this, th- that swap was really, really interesting, you had Mike maybe uh, throwing a challenge, protecting his Alliance members. I would like to see that back. One season that we have not talked about yet, it was one of my favorite se- favorite uh, themes to go into for this podcast. What are your thoughts on Survivor One World? Yeah, I like the idea of One World when it first started. Like, One World, let's just put it out there. One of the all-time most boring seasons that I've ever watched of Survivor. For me personally, I just don't find the season that entertaining because I kind of knew who the winner was going to be very early on. Kim was just that dominant. But she's also one of the best, like, has to be top five, top three winner of all time. Right there at the top, you know, if I had to, like, off the bat, just think about it. So, um Let's talk about the theme. I like the theme itself. I like the, the the whole thing about having two tribes on one beach from the start, intermingling. I've always thought about, you know, what would it be like to have a season where everybody is 
in the same tribe from the start everybody individual immunity right. from the start that you just merge day one like yeah. as a twist and i think that that could be interesting and they maybe missed an opportunity with one world to do that a little bit earlier on i don't like the whole male versus female thing though like that to me similar to the whole the whole you break them into different ethnic tribes i don't want to see male versus female as a theme again as well i think we've moved past that as a society personally so but overall i'm like uh, it's got a thumbs up for me but it's not one of the themes that I'm like, I'm, I'm like holding out for it. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see One World back again. See, I I do want to see it back again. I think mm. it's just a uh, wrong place, wrong time. It was right in the middle of the Survivor or near the end of the Survivor Dark Ages. The casting yeah. was not the best at that point. Boring cast. The male versus woman thing. The reasoning I've heard they did that was because when you had everyone on one beach, one camp together, it'd be kind of hard for the audience, the viewers to understand who's on yeah. what tribe. So they just made it easy. Guys here, girls here. I don't know. I'm not the smartest one in the room. I don't know how you would fix that. But I think if you were able to rebrand it, Survivor One Tribe, maybe maybe have everyone on uh, merged all at once. But I really think if they did it again, that it was regarded as a really bad season they probably won't but i think it has the chance if they do it again to uh, work out way better than it did the first time and survivors known to try themes try twists more than once survivor redemption island wasn't good they were yes. gonna bring it back right away because just the filming cycle but they brought it back in survivor blood versus water which i actually think was the best iteration of redemption island so like the hourglass twist maybe like edge of extinction I think everything deserves, every twist, every theme should be tried more than once to see what happens. I agree with you. I think that, um, well, let's not put that out. Well, they did try twice Age of Extinction and we can both be yeah. in agreement. Age yes. of Extinction is not fun. It takes away from uh, the viewers. You see a lot of what is going on on the edge when you want to see people interact in the actual game and strategize and vote people out. I don't care about them doing Easter egg hunts on the edge, you know, struggling, starving. That's one thing that Jeff seems to really think people enjoy seeing people starve down, out on the island. Like for me, that's like the least yeah. appealing thing about Survivor to me to watch, you know, I understand you can't give them food all the time and you can't have them live in luxury, but also seeing them get nothing, it doesn't do anything for me. And understand that Edge of Extinction for winners at war was maybe the one time that it would work because of the fact that people had their favorites. Some of their favorites went out early so they could see them throughout the season. Um, we had some great growth moments with Ethan um, and Poverty and you know Boston Rob and Amber getting to see their kids on Edge of Extinction and things like that. It was really cool to see as fans. We wanted to see that. But one and done or two twice and done now. I don't need to see that again. But I agree with you. Some other themes, you know, or other twists sometimes that gets brought in, sometimes just get thrown away too too quickly. Like for instance, I was okay with fire tokens. I know, you know, we're not talking about twists here, but you know, fire tokens to me, I feel like there's a lot more potential of what they could have done with that, but it was misused with Edge of Extinction being the bad thing in that equation. Yep. I fully agree with you. Uh, another one we haven't talked about yet is uh Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. Will we see that again with uh, whatever the next generation is? Jeff wants to bring kids into Survivor. That's a whole different thing. I don't think Survivor should bring kids into it. No. But how did you feel about the theme? 
Um, so so to, to very quickly touch on a theme where it's like Survivor Youth or something like that, it's kind of like Endurance. It used to be a TV show way back in the day. Um, Angel Cake Entertainment on YouTube covers Endurance, and he's actually re-watching a lot of it. So if anybody's ever interested in watching it or you know, he, he watches it along with people, I think he's allowed to watch it and stream it. So people can go and watch that as well. But yeah, and it's kind of like Endurance. But what I would say is if you're going to do a Survivor Youth, I'm okay with it as long as it's not going to replace one of my main seasons. Don't take up one of the two spots for survivor each year that i want to watch survivor 43 or 44 um go on paramount plus make an extra season specific survivor youth yeah Yeah, summer season a shorter version whatever they want to do you know um what is a short version now 12 days compared to the 26 Um, but go and do that as a as an add-on like don't like summer camp version or whatever but don't mess with actual survivor i want to watch grown-ups play this game um, even though some people might not act like they're grown up sometimes when they're out there, I still want to see um, yeah. a full-fledged Survivor season. So I'm not a, a big fan of that. Old versus Young uh, is an interesting theme. I think it's going to make its appearance. If, if the show continues long enough, it is going to make its appearance again at some point where millennials will be the older ones, Gen Zs will be the younger ones or something like that. I think there, there will be an opportunity for that in the future, but I don't see it happening before season 50. That's that's kind of my verdict on it. I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't mind it. Like millennials versus Gen X is one of my favorite seasons. So I don't have a problem. Yeah, I didn't the, like Nicar- Nicaragua though. And that was kind of the same thing. And that played out really badly, but I think it was casting choices more yeah. than anything else, not the theme. Yeah. I think millennials versus Gen X, like, like we said, the theme is there to market a season. I don't think that season would have been bad if they just said survivor season 33 and didn't call it millennials versus Gen X. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of works that way. One, one last theme I want to talk about survivor Island of the idols. Yes. I hot take. I want to see it again. I want to. I want. I want them to try it again. Maybe uh, fix the editing a little bit. It was a little off balance. There was at one point early on in the season where Sandra says, "Oh yeah, a woman's gonna win this season." Keep in mind, a woman hadn't won Survivor in so long. People are like, "Oh, foreshadowing here. It's definitely gonna happen." I Just remember for that, it yeah. not to happen. Like, don't include that clip. Teasing yeah. the fans if you're not gonna have that. But I kind of had the the idea the other day making notes for this podcast. I was like, maybe use an Island of the Idols as a way to kind of like beta test future hosts of Survivor for when Jeff Probst can finally leave. Like beta test um, Rob out there not playing the game. Or Tyson. maybe Tyson out there, Adam Klein, or someone out there, Island of the Idols role as like a, an assistant coach or an assistant host. I thought that would have been Hey, cool. if, you, if you're talking about the assistant coach, it has to be Tyson, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's only yeah. one assistant coach over in co-coach in Survivor. But it's funny you bring it up. I was not a fan of Island of the Idols when it came up. I was like, you know, when it first was saying, okay, we're going to have Rob come back for the millionth of time and we're going to have Sandra there. I was just like, not interested. If I was playing the game, I would not want to take a lead from them because I would feel like they're going to um, potentially, they, they, they've got nothing to lose. So for me, if they were to bring it back, this is how I would change it. Because I do think there's a world, like you said, we should try every theme twice. And I think that the theme didn't play out well. The winner didn't even go to them. You know, didn't get advice from them. So it's like ended up blowing people's games up based on the info that they got from the, the coaches. Survivors of Africa did one where it was called Survivors of Africa Champions. And they actually brought back two champions which have never played the game. So it was kind of a bit confusing. But they were like international sports stars right so the in south africa sport is like a massive thing so if you've played for like the national rugby team um they had a national rugby team coach and a national soccer team coach to come back and be the captains for the two tribes they couldn't get voted out 
but they also would win money if their player won the season. So 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 there's there's actually stakes in it. So so how I would look at it is this way. So we redo the whole thing. We get two people come back and now that Tony has won twice, I mean, this is the great opportunity to get Tony on our screens for the remainder of the season, you know, and, and the gold that he will bring with that get poverty there. Maybe like I'm just using the two yeah. Mount Rushmore people that haven't been used before. They both get a team. They both can win money if their player gets to the end. So now there's an incentive for them to actually make sure that the player that they're coaching actually gets fun. I would like them to live on the beach with them, you know, maybe when it gets to the merge, similar to the South African season, they then go and live on their own beach. So you get to coach them up until the merge, but in the merge, you're on your own. And then the coach has competitions, mini competitions that play against each other to get an advantage for one of their players at the merge, something like that, make it interesting, make it something where we want to, like, I think there is value in Island of the Idols. And plus we need Mount Rushmore to be fixed. We need the extra two heads there as well, you know? So, so I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I mean, there you go. That's my international survivor knowledge. I really like that idea. Yeah. And it lets you uh, kind of get rid of those stupid games that were played on Island of the Idols near the end of the season. And that fixes it really well, the idea of the the cash incentive or whatever. I'm sure Robin Sandra got money for being out there anyway. Yeah. But actually incentive living on the beaches with them. And it also kind of fixes the editing of, okay, now we have to cut to rob building some massive shelter have him be there on the camp have sandra be there on the camp or whoever the future island of the ales people are and i think second chance that'll work i need to see tony teaching someone how to build that ladder to get the breakthrough yes. or or how to like build a, a spy submarine or something like that like you said you wanted to do like it's just going to be hilarious like if that that were to play out but poverty is not in the best i feel like i've heard some she's been talking out about the show a little bit so i don't actually know uh if she'll be asked back based on some of the podcasts she's been doing recently so if you don't know about it we won't go into it on this podcast but go and have a look google poverty's opinions about survivor 41 or 42 uh she's not a big fan of the direction that jeff is taking the show in. Interesting. were you aware of that i was not aware of that this is a well, there you go a little bit of tea okay. yeah a little, little bit of tea so i feel like she might not be um i feel like jeff takes note of everybody that is of significance that comments about the show and that might that might sadly count against her all right we've talked a lot about actual themes that have taken place on this show um let's talk a little bit about some some new themes themes that you'd like to see um and let's see if we can go and bring a couple up that both of us have and i think if both of us think it's a good theme then hopefully you know the producers we clip this we send it to them they listen to it and and we make it happen because i feel like there's a lot of themes on the table that we've not seen on survivor yeah for sure jeff is watching this right now taking notes yeah. intensely on what themes we want um Honestly, this was going to be the favorite part of the podcast for me. I'm yeah. excited to brainstorm, uh, brainstorm some themes. First one, Survivor Reality Showdown. Get some amazing race players, some Big Brother players, and Survivor players. But I mean, we are, we're seeing too many three-tribe formats, but put them on three tribes, an amazing race, Big Brother, and Survivor, and we'll find out who the true, what the true best reality show is. What do you think? Yeah, I, I love that idea. You know, funny enough, I should have put that down on my list. I did not put it down on my list, but I thought about that a few times in the Good past. Luck. Yeah, I, put, I, I thought about it a few times in the past because we've had Amazing Race, like you said, bring in different people yeah. to come and participate in the Amazing Race. We've got the challenge bringing in uh, five Big Brother players at a time and two Survivor players. Like we've got two Survivor players being rumored to be on the new challenge, the Challenge 38, not talking about the CVS version. So both Michelle Fitzgerald and Jay will be a duo. 
show. So they're ride or dies. That's the theme of that season. Um, maybe that's one that we could bring in, you know, again for a future fe- uh, season for our themes, like duos or alliances. Imagine seeing uh, like a, a, a JT and Fishback back out there again, for instance, like as a, as a famous duo, Dom and Wendell, you yeah. know, so forth. So I think that could be fun. But yeah, I agree with you. Like for an ultimate showdown, I think having the challenge people coming in, these great challenges that people on the CBS have never seen play any kind of game before that I think will translate just as well as some of the big names that we've had in Survivor. I think they would do extremely well in a season such as that. They might even be better than Survivor in some in some instances because they're so used to physical challenges. But then Survivor's challenges aren't that physical these days. It's become more of a balancing act. Like I feel like we, yeah. we really ran out of creativity this last season with the challenges being almost the same thing over and over playing out in front of us. But yeah, that'll be awesome. I endorse it. I didn't have it on my list, but I'm going to go into the next one and then you can tell me what you think of this and then you can roll into your next one as well. So one that we have to have, I mean, for me, this is again, I don't know, maybe it's controversial again because we don't do villains, but let's say a survivor rivals. Like, you know, get some of the rivalries out there. We've got new, fresh rivalries that are forming right in front of our face. Mm-hmm. You've got Romeo and High, you know, getting them back. There's a little bit of spice there. You've got Sugar and Randy, Chris oh. Noble and Dom, Tyson and Sierra, Colby and Jerry, RC and Abby Maria. Like, who, who wouldn't want to see some of these rivalries of people like Cass and Spencer? You know, I want to see it play out. I want to see a season of rivalries where... I don't know. Do you put them in different tribes or do you put them in the same tribe? I kind of feel like you want to have them in the same tribe so that you see the spice. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what, what what are we doing here? Are we doing uh, same tribes or different tribes? Because obviously, like, it kind of makes more sense to put them on the different tribes. One on here, one on here. But then again, no, I want to see them interact again on Survivor. So uh, uh, let's have it be, you live separately. We do one vote and second episode you're you're swapping together. I know everyone hates episode two swaps, but for a season like this, you're going to have to do it. I, I think it's an interesting idea, and I'm sure we could even workshop like a full podcast of people to cast on a season like that. I think that. we should do it. And I'm excited be- for it. I think we should do it. We 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 yeah. definitely lock it in somewhere in the future in the off season. We got to we got to do a full cast for rivals. But Sandy's saying Sean and Rickard. I would have thought that even though yes they had a little bit of a falling out, I feel like those two would be tied outside of the game. I don't follow them too much on socials, but it's kind of like even Dom and Chris Noble. I know I put it out because they were legendary in the game, but I know outside of the game they've become really close friends. So some of these rivalries might not be true rivalries outside yeah. of the game, but it will still be interesting to see people back that had this beef with each other in the game and i think automatically it's got just got it's got that bigger storyline that you can follow throughout the game who's gonna who's gonna i mean i guess colby and jerry's kind of played out now because they've played in three seasons together so do we really need to see them in a fourth season but i would still love it uh you know me i'm a colby fan i know you're you're you could you could take it or leave it on him but as an old school player that you know a fan of the show i i just love seeing colby and both jerry on my screen so i think that you have to have the original yeah. rivalry on the show if you're going to have a season like that and apparently um just before we move on uh flynn masters is saying that the 40 season 40 was the theme was kind of rumored to be rivals and and i heard the same thing i i'm pretty sure russell hans actually said that he was contacted to be on the show with um yeah russell muscle go and support <laughs> russell muscle so he can have more subs than russell hans but apparently he was going to be on the show and his rival was going to be uh sandra from what i've heard Huh, interesting. That's that's cool. Uh, I'll be I'll be uh, interested in, interested in seeing Russell back. Anyways, 
the next uh, theme I have here. Just I... a quick one before we move on. I know themes is the main thing. Do you think he there's any way he gets to emerge? It's been so long since he's played. Like, and a little while ago, he made a video. I, I watched a couple minutes of it where he talked about he, he understands the mistakes in his old season. He he sold all his old survivor buffs and memorabilia. Yeah. Is he just saying that to get back on the show or has he actually changed? I want to think he's, he has, he's actually changed. He's learned, but like uh, he's, I think we can agree a top tier player. He's not, but one thing he is, is one of the most iconic players this game's ever seen. And that's just the one you have to have to get out. Survivor all-stars, the biggest players, the winners were targeted early. I don't care if he goes first, second, or third. I don't. I don't care. Like I still want to see him go out first, second, or third, or surprise us all. Flynn Masters here also, and this is one that we definitely missed out on. Says that Lex said yes and was going to be Rob's rival. Can you imagine that? Like that would be that's some old school stuff. That would have been a beef, and I mean that's that's a legitimate beef. Like Lex and Rob have not spoken to each other for years. Like I I listened to a podcast where Lex came on um, and spoke about the issues that he had with Rob and gave his side of the story with T-Bird and Rob. And it was such a good podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, go and listen to it. It really made me understand Lex because I was not, I was a big fan of Lex in Africa. I did not understand his saltiness in that season, but we could do a whole podcast on this. We need to move on because there's a few themes we still need to get through. And I I don't want to keep you too long. I think we said we were going to do an hour, but if we go slightly over, hopefully you just let me know how much time you have. Okay, here we go. I'm reaching on this one. I, I I remember like eight years ago, maybe I saw a, a YouTube intro. I don't know if anyone ever sees these, these YouTube uh, theme songs. They put like fan casts of these players in for the themes. I saw one. I absolutely loved it. It's never going to happen, but give me Survivor Battle of the Seasons. Give me yes. half a cast of I Survivor have... Kageon and half a cast of David versus Goliath or something like that and have, have a battle it out. You Did you have rivals as well? Because I, I didn't have your first one, which was the no, I had rivals. Cash. So okay, cool. So we're two from three, which is not mm. bad. Um, I've got this one as well. Would love to see a survivor battle of the seasons. Bring back some of our favorite seasons. Bring back Kage Yan. Bring back who, who's your which one's your favorite season? Uh, uh, David versus Goliath. I, I don't David think you could do it for returning players, but for do strictly newbie seasons. Yeah, and I think people will people will be very interested in that as yeah. well. Like people will be very interested to see how that play out. All right, I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, so obviously, I think both of us are going to have this one on. We we kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. Legends. At some point, you got to do a legend season. It's just it's going to be the biggest showdown. A lot of people say that Winners of War was that legend season, but there's great players and and we know that the best player don't always win. And I know that's a controversial opinion, but it is just the truth. You know, like if you were to get some of these players to play a hundred times, I think there's a lot of winners that would have a a lower strike rate compared to some other players that have not won in the past. So, you know, the best person always win, but the best player doesn't always win if that makes sense. But yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I get what you're saying. Um, I literally have my notes right here. Survivor legends need to do it. People are getting old. Like a lot of these people, you got to do it sooner than later. They're getting up there in the age. Um, I I get what you're saying. If you do it for season 50 or whatever, it kind of feels like the end of the show. Yeah. It's between the two. Yeah. Maybe do it for Jeff. Can another whole conversation we could do a podcast on? Can the show survive past Jeff Probst? I think it can. The international season proved it. 
but maybe do Jeff Probst last season, Survivor Legends, and then we truly enter a new era after. Obviously, yeah. I had that on my list as well. Next season I have here is, I think you're going to like this one. I love the your fans of on this channel are going to like this. Give me Survivor Worldwide, all the international yes. seasons battling it out. Yeah, so I've got it as Survivor Worlds Collide, you know, because I think that's what it would be. It would be Survivor Worlds Collide. Um, I, I think that there is so many great players of the show that the American audience have not seen. I'm absolutely heartbroken that Paramount Plus decided to remove Survivors of Africa and Australian Survivor on that platform. I personally believe, and I will continue to believe this, unless I'm told otherwise, that Jeff felt the heat of people in America watching it, loving it, because there was so much positive tweets. Oh, Australian Survivor is so much better than what Survivor in the US is currently. And people like really getting behind it that he said, cut that out. We don't need people to have different ideas as to what Survivor is because we've locked in at Fiji for so long. We're going to have 26 day seasons. You know, like I don't want this heat. I, I firmly believe that's what happened. And in my opinion, Australian Survivor, if you ask me, it's got its own flaws, but the Americans love it. They, they absolutely love the Australian Survivor. The Survivors of African uh, season is like a mixture between old school and new school to a certain degree. I quite like the old school editing style as well, but we've got legends of the game as well, like people that I know the American audience would love. And, you know, who wouldn't want to see the US go up against Australia and South Africa or like a combined team of Australian South Africans or something like that. I think it would be a heavy hitter cast. Um, and Richard, who's also going to be my co-host for Survivor South Africa this season, says awesome War of the Wolves, Bentele versus Gannat versus Vlakos. So to give you an idea, those three players that are being mentioned there are seen as the best three players of any version of the show ever. So Bentele is from South Africa, Gannat is from Australia, and Vlakos, obviously, you know who that is. So I would love to see a season of all three of those because, to be honest, I couldn't tell you off the bat. Like, I mean, Vlakos, you'd, you'd think Vlakos probably won't win because well, we thought he wouldn't win the previous season, but um, Bentele and Gannat, they've got the same ability as as, as Vlakos, I think. I, I would really rate them very high. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm amped for it. But let's move into the next one here because we're both in agreement. Um, I'm hoping you've got this one. I've still got an appetite for this, and I think that with the new era, and I put that in air quotations, off Survivor right now, um, we've had two seasons, we might get, 10 seasons later, five or six seasons later, get new school, old school with the new school game versus the old school game. So the, it could be the battle of the formats. Can the old school players adapt to a 26 day game? There's a lot of them talking a lot of shit online saying that these guys are playing survivor mini, which I actually agree with, but let's get some old schoolers out there to prove, yeah. prove it right. I actually did not have this on my list, but I fully agree with this. Uh, this should be a season. And I, I kind of think Survivor Winners at War would have improved a little more if they split the cast old school versus new school and just had it still be Winners at War, but had all the old school players on one side, the new school players on the other, instead of having all those old school players getting voted off one after another after another. But I agree. And then it's another way to sneak in some of those old school favorites that we probably won't get to see ever again, mixed in with not just new era players from 41 and 42, but also... You know, those players from 36 onward, 35 onward, that yeah. we had because we haven't seen any all star seasons since uh, Game Changers. Yeah, there's so many great players that are from that era. That's why we want to see a second chance is to get, I mean, Dom is going to go on the challenge before he goes back to Survivor. It's absolutely absolutely blowing my mind that we lost a true legend of the game to that. But, anyways, you're up next if you've got other themes. I've got a few still in the, in the bag that I can more. bring up. All right, let's go. I've got two more as well. Look at us. We're just. Yeah, unique, unique, yeah, uh, together here. Different, okay, different this breed. one I got here is 
this is might be the only uh, benefit, the only upside of a 26-day Survivor season that I could think of. And that might give us the chance to do a version of Celebrity Survivor. Now, mm. I only want to see this if we actually get A-tier, like top-tier celebrities. I don't want to see like D-tier, C-tier celebrities that no one really cares about. If you can get those top-tier celebrities to take 26 days out of their busy schedules to go out there and play Survivor, and, and celebrities that actually care and actually watch Survivor, because we know a yes. lot of them do watch the game. I think that'd be really interesting. And especially because I found out one of my uh, favorite rappers, uh, Jack Harlow, he's a big Survivor fan and he wants to play the game one day. I think that's a great chance for him to play. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a bunch of fans like the the guy, I forgot his name now, that played in How I Met Your Mother. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris is a big fan. I'm a big fan of his. I'd love to see him play the game. Uh, Stephen Amell, who's a Canadian, yeah. who played in Arrow, is a Arrow. massive fan. And, and I, I'm a big fan of Stephen Amell, and I think he would do extremely well. That guy trains like a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm very keen on that idea. I like that idea. Um, but they, like you said, they, they have to make sure that they get the right group. Yeah. They don't make it easier. It's not like a mini type of game. I want like, real I feel survivor. Like Real Survivor. If they play Real Survivor fully with you, I didn't have that on my list, so um, we didn't get that one both, but I'm happy with that. So we'll go over to the next one for me. Actually, no, I might have one left because we you already mentioned Survivor Worlds Collide, but I'll go into my, my last one then, which is going to be a season of actually I've, I've got to i did mix one of them up i just saw that runner-ups runner-ups at war i want to see runner-ups at war like you have to do it you've seen the you've seen the winners let's see the people because i feel like if you're talking about second chances people that actually you know want to win the game because they got so close can we see russell get votes and win a game can we see um dom finally get that extra vote to win can we see um people that like romeo can he come back and play a dominant game and change the narrative about him playing a passive game for instance Uh, i want to see a season like that i think it could be exciting and i think they will play in my opinion a lot harder than the winners at war yeah i agree and we, we touched on this at the very beginning the big problem with winners at war is they've already done it they're out a lot of them were out here for the adventure I think we got to workshop, workshop the title a little bit, Survivor Runners Up at War. I don't know about that, but the idea mm. behind the season, I'm fully down for. Jeff Probst, I know you're watching this. Write it down. This will be a great season. My last one. Um, this is going to be like a season, Survivor season, like, I don't know, 60, Survivor season 65. Let's see Survivor, the new generation. Get all our favorite players, all their kids out there on the islands of Fiji to play Survivor. (laughs) I'm just having fun at this point. Will this happen? 99% no. But I just think like it'd be such a fun idea. And because all their parents will teach them how to play Survivor. They'll get out there and they'll they'll, they'll give us a show. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, Zuduman, welcome. And yes, we did talk about Battle of the Seasons a little bit earlier on. So if you go and check the re- replay or go back a little bit, you'll see we spoke about Battle of the Seasons. I think that's a good idea. Um, and also Richard saying that Jack Harlow is a fan and Jeff loves him. So it might be another person to to get on there. I think that would be interesting. He also says we need to see Bear Grylls. So clearly there's a few people that we could see on the show. It'd be interesting to see Bear Grylls out there. Okay, so my last one as well. Um, we're just getting this season right now in South Africa, but pre-merge versus post-merge. Yeah. So it's called the battle uh, or the return of the outcasts. So I don't know what you would call it over. It's not very clear that it's pre-merge versus post-merge, but we've got all-stars coming back that made it to the merge versus those that j- were just falling short. And I feel like there's so many good potential players yeah. that played a big game that just got cut short. Now, a lot of, a lot of people want uh, a season of first booted players coming back. I don't think it will ever work. I don't think it will ever, like, I'd love to see it. I mean, who wouldn't want to see Wanda back out there? But Zane, 
Zan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, but I don't think it's going to happen. So I, I think this is the most, the closest you'll get to it would be uh, that. Or you could even have um, as well, like you have the pre and post match, you could have winners versus runner-ups, for instance. Yeah. And there will be like a little bit of, um, I think, a rivalry there. Like, no, we want to win this time. We can't have a winner win this time. And that would be one of the few ways that I would want to see winners come back because I don't like it when you bring one or two back. They're just cannon fodder, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I didn't have that one on my list, obviously. My list is done. But I like that idea. And I guess this next season of Survivor South Africa will be a great judge for how it works out. I don't know the all-stars they casted on that season and if it will be a good season. But from the sounds of things, it's a really cool concept. Yeah, so so my my hot take, and I can't say too much because Richard, who's in the chat here, is my co-host. We're going to be doing a draft live tomorrow. It's probably going to be in the middle middle of the night for most people in America, but in the future, we'll have a time that sort of overlaps with hopefully all countries a little bit better. You can obviously check the recording afterwards. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but I actually think that a lot of the pre-merge people that are coming back were people that could have won the game if things went differently, where a lot of the post-merge are characters and big personalities. So I feel like there's a good, a good chance we see it. I think a pre-merge is going to win. That's my that's my early cool. take on it. I think that they're going to come back and, and redeem themselves. Could be completely wrong, but that's kind of how I see it playing out. So if anybody that's listening to this is going to watch Survivor South Africa and you just stumbled across my channel, check it out here. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to the channel. We're on our way to 1,000 subscribers. We're nearly 800 now. So slowly but surely getting there, growing, doing the the, the grind here on YouTube. But uh, yeah, subscribe to both our channels, Russell Muscle and also the Nullify Take if you're stumbling across this. But be sure to check out the content that we're going to be doing for Survivors of Africa the whole season. I just got um, approval again by the local broadcasting channel to do exit interviews for Survivor Return of the Outcast. So uh, very fortunate to be able to do that and looking forward to it. Um, Okay, so if you had to look at all your themes to close it off here, which one do you think is the most likely to get picked up? Which one do you think we see in the future play out? I think uh, because they're doing it with the challenge, because we've seen it with Amazing Race, I think Survivor Reality Showdown is the most likely. Mm-hmm. And then what was the other question? No, I think that was it. Uh, yeah. For me, the most likely one to come from this, I think I would love for it to be Survivor Worlds Collide. I don't, I don't think, think it, we see it. I don't think we see it in the US. I think if we do see it, it's going to be on the Australian network because they have South Africa and US Survivor as well. So the the audience, the fan base will already know who all the players are. So it's just the easiest way to do it. So if it does happen, it will happen on the Australian network and in the Australian format. Um, but I think the most likely for me is probably new school versus old school. I think there is an appetite for it. I think that having the players themselves rep new school, old school gear. Um, maybe the opportunity has moved on slightly now with the new era, but I actually think the new era has moved the the line in the sand for where new school and old school will be, especially if they're going to continue on with the 26-day theme and it's going to continue to be a different show compared to what we saw in the first 40 seasons. I think that's a great opportunity to bring that in but um if you want to listen to me talk about survivors world collide because that's going to be the next off-season podcast that i'm going to do uh i'm going to have shannon gus from rob as a podcast on um she's a heavy hitter someone that uh, has got a lot of experience working on all the different franchises she's a consultant to survive survivors of africa with mike bloom currently and she's also a presenter for channel 10 when they do their official podcast after it actually is on uh, Talking Tribal. So she's got a lot of experience when it comes to international survivors. So we'll be talking to now, probably next weekend I'll release it. It's going to be a pre-recorded one, that one, because we needed to make sure our times worked out well. Um, but that should be a really fun one as well. Russell, it's been so much fun talking to you about 
So by the themes, I feel like this hour, we didn't have enough time. It just went so quick. But uh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to have you back on in the near future to talk about some more off-season content. Yeah, this was so much fun. Again, anytime we can talk Survivor, I love to do it. And let's make this routine every couple yeah. months, every two months. Let me hop on this channel and we can chat a random Survivor topic. I love it. Yeah, thank you so much. And um, for everybody that was in the live here today, uh, taking part in the conversation, asking questions, I appreciate it so much. For those that are watching it later on or listening to it on audio, thank you so much. Go check out Russell Muscle TV on YouTube. He's got great content. The man is on a mission to beat Russell Hans on YouTube. Let's make it happen. Uh, and uh, as always, thank you so much. Catch you guys next time. Bye. Peace.